Trangine Magazine and the Ken Blanchard companies pulled 1,300 employees and managers and found that while people spend more than half of their time working in teams, significant gaps exist between what people want and what they're experiencing in terms of clarity, accountability, and leadership practices. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and what is the difference between high-performing teams and the average teams, what's happening, and how can we just be on that high-performing end of things, right? We don't want to be average. So there are a couple of different considerations to as you, as you think about a team. Number one is the person, the individual. What is their effort? If they're not actually putting forth effort, then how can they be high performing? And so there, there are people who like make statements. I mean, you've heard of a lot of different strength finders and things where, oh, am I a high E or high I or whatever? Am I green, blue, black, red? And the idea is my personal effort, uh, it depends on whether I'm going to actually contribute to my team or not. So for instance, if I trust other team members, is that going to make an impact on whether I do well? Absolutely. 60%, over 60% of those polled said, if I trust my other team members, I'm going to be far more results driven and we'll have a, a better uh, team atmosphere. Another thing that that was high was the level of support getting from your team letter, leader, as well as whether or not team members are allowed to share opposing opinions. Those were the top three ranking personal effort elements to make a great team. Followed by things like I support and get support from my other team members. Uh, we're treated equally. Everyone's doing their parts and, and things like that. However, what about leadership? There are behaviors that impact team performance. So me as an individual player on a team, the, you know, I need to trust people. I need to get support, all of those kinds of things. But what about leadership and how, how they actually impact? So some of the top, the top four, number one, higher than anything else, that the key leadership behaviors was setting clear goals for teams. So they actually had goals. People knew what they were expected to do. They knew where they were going. That was one of the most important elements of having a high-performing team. Number two is ensuring that the team's purpose was clear. So those are kind of, as you can see, they, they, they really dovetail well. Clear goals and team purpose. Hello. And number three was actually tracking progress on team deliverables. It wasn't being willy-nilly like, hey, at the end of the year, what are your goals and objectives? Did you meet it? It was consistently tracking throughout the time, followed by holding team members accountable for the commitments that they've made. So between personal effort as well as key leadership behaviors, you're going to find that having a strong team depends on both. One of the biggest things at the Bob Pike Group that we see consistently in our training is empowerment. When we have people come through our classes or we go on site and work with a team, it works best, obviously, if we're working on a design project, when those team members are empowered to do their job. There's nothing worse than getting through a program and then having management say, okay, well, I know that was super helpful, uh, but we really are going to do it this other way. I mean, never happens with the Bob Pike group, of course. I'm, I'm talking about some other training. But the reality is if it's not supported by leadership, if we don't have empowerment to do what we've learned, then 
we're not going to have that high-performing work, working team, that training isn't going to be successful. If you have a high-performing team, here are some of the benefits. You can imagine there's going to be a lot more flexibility between projects because people are helping one another. You'll have optimum productivity. I, I think that one of the biggest things is people appreciate one another. One of my big goals is to write letters to people. Thank you letters, letters of concern, letters of gratitude, and on a regular basis, thinking through who who do I need to send. And I keep a list of everyone that I'm writing letters to so that I know, oh, I haven't contacted that person in a while. I need to send them a note of encouragement, specifically my team members. So an example, as a leader within my company, this last week or two weeks ago, actually, I wrote thank you cards to four of my team members with a little gift card for coffee. It's a little tiny thing. And I had three out of the four come up to me, find me and say, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I really appreciated the words of encouragement. And oh, by the way, the coffee was nice. It wasn't about, oh, I'm trying to buy their loyalty. It was a matter of just recognition and praise, which comes naturally when you have what I would call a well-oiled machine. So as you consider your work team training and performance gaps, keep in mind that as a leader, you have a role to play, but also as a, just an employee, you have a really big impact on whether or not your team is successful. So look inside, ask yourself, what could I do differently, whether you're a leader or an employee? Thanks for listening to another creative training tip. We'll see you next time.